Blog Talk Radio. A wonderful good evening to you and afternoon to my friends and uh, family out there on the East Coast and in Australia and New Zealand. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. And anybody else that is tuning in for the first time, welcome to the lion. The intention of the lion is that we roar for the good on the planet. The lion stems from a show I used to have called Inside Out, which had the same intention to it. And it was established to see how much good we can find on the planet and see if we can find more good than what the media proclaims. We have a lot of fear and loathing and and violence. So we continue to find good people, good groups, um, people that are doing wonderful work on the planet. And it's it's always amazing how easy it is. (laughs) It's not so (laughs) difficult. Before we get into my guest, who's uh, just exceptional at at her work and just a really good-hearted individual, I want to welcome you again to Lion and let you know that if you go to Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com, you'll be able to find my two books, The Book of Life, The Heart Openings, and also 90 Days of Heat, Freedom Through Milk Show, which is based on my 90 straight days of hot yoga and how it transformed me on the mat and off as a single dad, parent, just a person on this planet. And in the book, I just share lots of wisdom. So if you can and you want to grab a copy, feel free to go on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Or if you live in L.A., you can go to the Grove, Barnes & Noble, and get a copy there. So all business aside, uh, my next guest I've known for a long, long time. I, I, we discovered on our phone conversation last week that I've, I've known her way before my daughter was born. <laughs> so it's always a pleasure to bring back friends on the show and friends that are thriving and doing some incredible work on the planet. Nicolette, if you want to learn more about Nicolette, you can definitely go to her website, which is inspiredlivingfengshui.com. Or you can also go to her YouTube, which is youtube.com slash user slash Nicolette, the V999 slash videos, where she has over 1 million people that have watched her videos and it continues to grow. And that in itself is amazing. Nicolette has over 30 years of that she has studied self-empowerment and personal development and spirituality, and she has just a wealth of knowledge. And in 2004, she started the Feng Shui practice, and we're going to learn more about how she got there and what Feng Shui is and all that good stuff. So without further ado, I want to welcome Nicolette to the Lion. Welcome. Thank you so much, David. How are you? I'm great, and it's great having you on the show because I was actually... I think it was maybe after I talked to you, I actually overheard some people talking about feng shui. I want to chime in and go, tune into my show on Sunday. <laughs> We're going to about feng shui. It seems to always be a topic, and I noticed that the topic of feng shui, I mean, you obviously know a lot more, but it feels like I always learn more about feng shui around the holidays, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, when people are kind of making that change. But I'm curious about what got you into Feng Shui and, and what brought you there in your own personal journey? Mm, that's a great story. I don't think it was a holiday when I first found it. Oh, maybe it was. I think it was, actually. I got a book wow. for Christmas. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this was back in the 90s. Uh, I can't quite recall when. Some probably like, oh, gosh, early 90s. I got a book on Feng Shui for Christmas. And I read it and loved it and resonated with the practice almost immediately and um, started playing with it just for my own goodness. And 
Mm. My friend said, hey, you know, what are you doing? And I told them about feng shui, and they said, well, what about me? And so I started sharing some of the things that I was learning and the books I was reading, and people were having results. And Mm. it was really just something fun, you know. It was something that was fun to do and to share with friends. And um, I was in a corporate job, and I just felt like a part of me was dying, that creative part of me that wanted to contribute to the world in some way. And and I, I just one day went in and I quit my job. Wow. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have Did you know you were going to quit it that day, or was it that spontaneous? I actually went to see a... Um, a practitioner from the Agave um, Spiritual Counselor Practitioner Pool. Right. And we did a session together. It was one session, like on a Friday. And I got so crystal clear that I went in on Monday and handed in my resignation letter. Wow. I, was, I know. I was just done. And I didn't have anything lined up. Uh, sold everything I owned aside from my car and my bed and my clothing, and I moved in with a friend and said, can I stay with you for a little while? I need to start over, and I don't know what it's going to look like. And my friend was very gracious and opened his door. And I put an ad on Craigslist that was a professional organizer with feng shui principle. And I tell you, David, within three months I had a business. Wow. It, It was like spirit was saying, this is your path. This is so naturally your path. This is the path that where all of your gifts will be used. Because I, I was very organized and I had worked as a professional organizer in the past. And as soon as I added the feng shui principle to organizing, uh, it, it just changed the game. It was the organizing naturally fell into place once you looked at the feng shui of the space first. And in, in three months, I went from $25 an hour to $75 an hour, and I was booking clients three weeks out easily here in Los Angeles. And that wow. was back in, I think it was 2004. I can't quite remember, but if I put it together, it's kind of like 2004-ish that I started. And, um, yeah, and then a couple of years later, I sort of had to decide, was I going to build my business here in Los Angeles? Uh and I decided no, and I moved to Colorado for the last eight years. Wow. And now, what, I, what was that movement about? What, what did Colorado have that maybe L.A. didn't have? Um, at the time, there was less traffic, and yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was living in the valley, and a lot of my clients were on the west side. So I found myself spending a lot of time in traffic, and, and um, that was... Um, felt like a, a waste of time in some way. I felt like I, I needed to use that time more productively. And uh, I really missed the four seasons. I really uh, like, yeah. yeah, I like the marking of time. Uh, you know, Christmas would roll around in Los Angeles and it would be 85 degrees and it just <laughs> didn't feel, <laughs> it didn't feel right in my body. I grew up on the East Coast, so I was used to snow and cold and and the fall, the leaves changing colors. And so I really wanted four seasons and a beautiful place to live. And, and Colorado was a, a great place to grow my business. And, and, I, and I 
And I did, and I did that for eight years in Colorado, and I just recently moved back to Los Angeles because I'm ready to take my business to the next level. I'm ready to support more people. I'm ready to really somehow expand my ability to reach as many people as possible. That's incredible. You know, you had mentioned while you were speaking about, you know, how this all kind of unfolded, that feng shui is a practice. Yeah. What do you mean by that? What what do you mean by a practice? Mm. Well, because because we are always growing as an individual being, we're always becoming, we're always discovering ourselves, we're always creating ourselves, we're always changing. And since we're always changing, it means that our environment is also always changing or the environment mm. gets stuck in a way. And uh, it makes it harder for us to grow and shift and become that which is within us and that which we desire to be, the greatest expression of who we are. So we're trying to get all of that energy out into the world, but our old space, our space has old energy from when we were poor or recently left our relationship or uh, we're having a health challenge. So feng shui is about what's going on in my life right now and how do I look at the energy of what I have manifested in my space, what did I used to believe that I've created in my space, and and where do I want to go? Is my home a reflection of where I've been, or is my home a reflection of where I want to go and who I want to be? Mm. Mm -hmm. So it's a practice, you know, because we're growing and changing every day. Your environment could shift a little bit as well to support who you're becoming. Right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Do you okay. remember, David, when we worked together years ago because your daughter wasn't sleeping very well? I do, and that was that was great. <laughs> yeah. Great, great that I, great that I talked to you. I just remember like you asked me to like send you like our fax. You, I can't remember what we did. Like the what the room looked like. Yeah. And then I and where sent you that. Was. Right. Yeah, and then you, and you her, sent that. Go on. Yeah, her her crib was in the wrong place. Like her crib was too close to the door of the room, and it's better for a child to feel safe and secure. So we wanted to move her crib deeper into the room, away from the door, so that she felt safe and embraced. And I mean, this was how old's your daughter? Eight years old now. So this has to have been about six years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was nuts. And then I just remember moving the crib back to where you 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 know kind of showed us where to move it, and that was it. Yep. It was, just, said, it was, like, a, it was a miracle. <laughs> yeah. It was a miracle, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> it does feel like there's a little magic in there for sure. <laughs> yeah. So so when you're talking about you know us becoming and evolving and changing and moving and all that good stuff. Um, how does how does one know when all of a sudden like it's just stagnant, let's say? Or like you had you had you had just referenced that you know, you moved like you had moved into a place because a relationship, you know, broke up. So now you kinda of have that right. old stagnant energy. So how does yeah. one recognize how, 
because I'm sure that some people might feel like they might be in a middle ground. I would, I would presume. I mean, I'm not sure. You know, it's a great question, and I would say that, truth be told, David, and, and, and correct me if you think this is a misstatement, but I think that in our heart of hearts or deep in our gut, we know when we're stuck. Right. There's a part of there's a part of us that knows I'm not really thriving. There's a part of us that knows I feel like I'm settling, whether it's in my business or in my relationship or my purpose, my passion. There's a part of us that goes, there is more. And I don't know what that more is, but I know there's more in me that needs to be expressed. So so when we feel that and it could just really be sort of like a, a ho-hum or like a deep sigh or like a, a little feeling of boredom almost. Like what's yeah. next when, when you're asking yourself what's next? Then you know. Then you might say, where am I stuck in my life? Where am I trying to express and where can I not, like, see the path clearly on how to move forward? Right. Yeah. And there are yeah, a bunch of different yeah. there are a bunch of different people who can support you on that. It could be a therapist, it could be a coach, a counselor, it could be a, a a psychic, a tarot reader, it could be a feng shui expert who looks at your space and says, Oh, I see where you're stuck because it's manifesting right. in your space. Yeah. Right. That's that's amazing. So when you go into someone's house what is it? How, are you sending an intention? I mean, what are you doing when you're going to someone's house? Or are you asking a certain amount of questions? Or are you feeling things and asking questions? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and yes, and yes. Um, okay. I uh, I ask I ask the client when someone calls me. I ask them, Why did you call me? What is it that you're hoping to uh, to do? What is it you're hoping to achieve? What is it you're hoping to shift in your life? Um, why did you call me, right? Usually people seek me out, and when they seek me out, they, they have a reason. They're like, ah, you know, I, I, I don't like my job. I'd like to make more money. I'm in this relationship. I'm not sure it's right. Or I haven't been in a relationship for a long time. It's something that I desire. Or I'm trying to reach out for a new career. And and then I have them fill out sort of a questionnaire, that basically says, you know, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you feel in your home? How would you like to feel in your home? What are some of the issues that you noticed when you first moved into your home? Um, do you like going home? Do you prefer not to be home? And it just gives me an idea of where the energy is stuck right off the bat. Right. And then, Yeah. And then I ask for a sketch of the floor plan of the house. And if you have two la- two levels or three levels of a house, each level is on a separate piece of paper. And I would say a good 50 to 75% of the information of what's happening in your life comes from that floor plan. Mm. Yeah. A trained practitioner, feng shui practitioner, we're trained to look for the design details that are um, is, uh, negatively affecting your energy or the placement of your furniture that is uh, keeping energy from flowing in a thriving way, um, artwork 
on your walls can be negatively influencing you. Colors. Wow, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We use a... Uh, Go ahead, David. I was going to just say that when you spoke about artwork, I forgot about this, but I had been given this kind of painting. And when I first moved into my place, and I had, it was after I had divorced, so I went to, you know, I found this place and put the artwork up. And I think it was like a year later when all of a sudden I had this movement to throw that piece of art away. Tell me and about it. Tell me. It was yeah. just, it was just the energy of it. There's something with the energy of it. And I talked yeah. to someone, they were like, you know, we'll put it in the sun. I put it in the sun, you know, and then pray over it and, and see, like, what it was. So I, I, tr- I did try that. But just yeah. something wouldn't allow it back in my place anymore. So that's fascinating that yeah, you brought yeah. artwork. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a great example of listening to your environment because you attracted that painting right after your divorce. And there was probably some emotional... Um, aspects of your divorce that were not as pleasant as one would like. Usually, usually that goes along with divorce where people are sad. There's something, there's right. an ending happening. So you attracted that piece of artwork based on where you were in that moment. Mm. Then you hang that piece of artwork on your wall thinking that it's feeding you energetically or inspiring you energetically, but really the artwork was attracted to the sadness. So now, a year yeah. later, you're maybe you're ready to start dating or maybe you're ready to just start, you know, going out with groups of friends and exploring new relationships and you're trying to shift your energy and now your energy is going higher but painting's energy is lower than where you want to go. Right. So you have to get rid of it. Exactly, yeah, and that's what I did. And it was just an interesting place to be where all of a sudden, and it's funny because when, when that's going on, I realize the people that I call, like I checked in with a couple of friends, like I was like, well, this is what I'm feeling, <laughs> rather than just trusting it, you know? Right. So yeah, yes. I, I like what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, and we're all intuitive. We're all, we all have a connection to that voice inside of us that is our higher voice or our 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 voice of potential, our voice of that thing that's driving us or moving us forward. And if we take the time to listen to it, it will never fail you. That right. I believe that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Now, when you now you you had mentioned that you moved from Colorado out here to LA, and yeah. you referenced about expanding your business, you know, taking it to another level. So when you came out here and you were looking for a place, how how does that look? for you? Like, what were you, were you looking for a certain place that you felt was like kind of the next level place or how did that work out? Work out? Well, um, I landed with a friend, so I'm living with a friend right now. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a slow process to find a place that matches your vibration or a place that's going to support growth in my life. Right. So, uh, for, Fortunately, I'm not rushed by that. I have the I have the luxury to share this space with a friend and uh, take my time to find a place that is a healthy environment to move into that meets the requirements for me to expand energetically. 
So chances are I won't find I won't buy it I won't move into a studio. Right? Right. Because my my consciousness of abundance wants to be at least a two bedroom, maybe maybe a two bedroom with a an attached garage and a exercise room and you know, something <laughs> that has <laughs> so, more substance to it. So I don't want to settle for something that is who I used to be. I want to expand myself into who I am becoming and let my environment support that. So Beautiful. I, yeah, and I, I look at places and, you know, if there are some, what I call feng shui boo-boos to a floor plan, um, I just walk away. Wow. You know, I, just, I don't want, like, if there's a, there's a big feng shui boo-boo that if, you're, if your stairs in the house are directly in alignment with the front door, all the energy from the upstairs is racing out the front door so all the good energy can't come in. And wow. And that's something you walk away from because you go, no, I'm not going to push this rock up a hill. I'm not going to push my expansion of a business up a hill. I want it to flow with right. grace and ease. I want my front door to open up into a beautiful foyer or into a living space that is welcoming that invites in all the delicious new life-giving energy. So I look for those and, things. And so, yeah, so, so when you're doing that, are you writing that out on paper? Are you visualizing it? I mean, what is it that you're, you, Nicolette, is going through to, you, you know what I'm saying, like is it a vision board? Yeah. I mean... Is I like vision like boards. Yeah, I like vision boards to a degree. Um, usually, I like the process of the of the vision board, but sometimes I um, this is my own personal experience with vision boards. I feel like sometimes once you put the images onto this piece of cardboard of the the vacation home and the new car and the trips to Paris and the perfect loving relationship and a career and diamonds and all that stuff is on a board because you feel inspired that these are the things you want. To be really careful that um, after a while it doesn't become a board of reminders of what you don't have. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I think it can I think it's a really subtle line of is this really is this image really pulling me forward into into who I really am becoming, or is this like a fantasy that I will never fulfill? And ultimately, this vision board is actually negative energy that isn't really truly supporting the vision of my life. So I think they're really yeah. yeah to be really careful with vision boards. It's super great exercise. Have fun, and then if at any point you know whether it's a week or or six weeks or 10 months later that you realize, wow, I don't actually feel positive about this anymore and just take it down and throw it away. Um, yeah. But what I have done is I have drawn the floor plan of my dream house. Beautiful. Yeah. So I have the the garden and the front door and the foyer and the two-car garage and the master suite and an office and a beautiful kitchen with an island in the middle with so I look at all the positive feng shui energies and I put them into my perfect little floor plan. And um, it took me it took me a while to just sort of really figure it out, like what would be ideal. And this is a vision that I can look at and go, oh, that's good. That feels like good feng shui. And then right. uh, allow this 
the universe to sort of bring it to me in the perfect timing. Now, now that that would be my second question. Now, I know that uh, when when we do, like you were brought up like practitioners, right? So you you say the prayer, you get out of the way with it. Um, you know, we want to let go, and so here you are. You you've drawn out this place where you'd like to live. Now, how do you get out of the way of it? Uh, I feel like I've done my part. You know, I, I said yeah. to Spirit, Source, God, I said, you know, this feels good for me, and um, this is my um, expanded yet limited vision for my life, so this is something greater. This is what something like this or even greater than this would be. Wow, yeah. Uh, would be yeah. what I would receive. But I don't look at the floor plan every day. I feel like I've done my work. I've done my right. job in visualizing it. And now I let spirit take that. And um, I have to, like, if I, if I keep, like, if I keep pounding the idea over and over and over again, this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want. But it's actually in God's eye too small for me. I'll still get what I want because I'm pounding that vision into yeah. like almost forcing it to manifest as opposed to going, this would be good, but who knows, maybe something else would be better. So I'm open to that. Awesome. I love that. Uh, for those of you that are just tuning in or have been listening, we're talking to Nicolette, you can go to her website at inspiredlivingfengshui.com. Again, that's inspiredlivingfengshui.com. Or go to her YouTube at youtube.com slash uh, user slash Nicolette V999 slash videos. So, Nicolette, I'm going to ask you one last question before I let you go. I've enjoyed our time together. And mm-hmm. if you, at five years old, was to walk into mm-hmm. the room where you are now, what would you tell yourself? If I were five years old and I walked into the room I'm in right now? Yeah, met you. As you are now. Oh, not me. What would I say to my five-year-old or what would my five-year-old say to me? What would you say to your five-year-old self? I would say play as much as you can. Enjoy. Enjoy every moment. Let's go get ice cream. Let's color. (laughs) Let's let's play. Play, play, play. Joy, joy. I think that's what makes the world go. Joy. (laughs) I love that. I love the simplicity of that. It's so true. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add before we let you go? Uh, yes, David. You know, if you're, if any of your listeners are in uh, Los Angeles, I am teaching a feng shui workshop at the Global Truth Center in North Hollywood on October 3rd. And all of the information of that workshop is on uh, my website, inspiredlivingfengshui.com. And, um, Beautiful. Uh, yeah, email me if you have questions. Check it out, and I'd love to uh, share the magic with you all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. I love your work, Nicola. I'm so glad that we got a chance to reconnect and bring you back on and uh, continue success to you. Thank you, David. I love you, too, and all the best to you. All right. Have a blessed night. You, too. And that was Nicolette joining us here in the Lions. Uh, thank you for joining us here as well. There are many listeners that listen to the show. If you want to get a hold of Nicolette, again, you can go to inspiredlivingfengshui.com. Check her out on YouTube. Um, she has a uh, Facebook site as well. I believe it's called Inspired Living Feng Shui. You can go and like her page and see all her updates. 
if you can't go to her workshop on October 3rd, um, she's a really good teacher, facilitator, guide, and all that good stuff. She's really incredible. And I'm glad that we had a chance to hear her story and listen to what brought her to where, where she is. And I hope that if you are listening tonight and you were in a space where you're like, oh, I'm in a job I don't really like, or I'm in this or I'm in that, maybe, maybe Feng Shui might be an opportunity for you or any of us to kind of look at our lives in, in kind of a different way in the space in which we live. My name is David Matthew Brown. This is The Lion. Thank you so much for listening to the dialogue with Nicolette. I appreciate each one of you. God bless you. We'll be back next Sunday at 8 o'clock here on The Lion. Peace and many blessings.